Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. This is our post-show for Dynamite, and as you can tell, we're joining the audio in progress because we had a microphone issue at the beginning. So, check out the post-show, enjoy, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks. Really, what I really enjoyed was the um, the Cody Rhodes promo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was tremendous. Uh, I really, really like that Cody is forcing fans to really question their <clears throat> their tactics because at the beginning of his promo, and I know that this is you know in the middle of the show, but at the beginning of his promo, like the crowd is giving him the finger, they're they're basically telling him to go f himself, um, and he just does this dynamite way of no pun intended turning the crowd to him and really just making them cheer for him at different points. I mean, he talked about teaming with the Bucks. He talked about, um, you know, going and working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. He talked about working with Ring of Honor. Um, and, and he talked about being the guy that lived CM Punk's vision in the way of opening the quote-unquote forbidden door. Which he even has, semi makes fun of that, and then talks about even makes a joke about him being a free agent, where the contract that he got in the mail wasn't the one he wanted. Um, no, I don't. I at this point I don't think he's going to the Royal Rumble, but oh well. It, it's just I really enjoy what he's doing right now, and the payoff for when he does ultimately choose a side, quote unquote. Um, I think that's going to be even bigger. I agree. I thought it was awesome. I mean, it started out kind of weird. Um, you know, he couldn't figure out where his ladder was. Um, yeah, that was awkward. But um, it's always good when they try to break that fourth wall, as we talked about, you know, the forbidden door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that... Um, that he's, he's, you know, he, he used CM Punk as a, you know, so so many people want to do this. CM Punk said, hey, let's, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to go here and there. Oh, that, wait a minute. That was me. I did that. So, um, 
the way he spun it, like you said, like the fans were in his hand after that point. Yeah. Um, and probably one of his best promos in the past year, past year and a half. <laughs> past year, I guess, is easy. <laughs> it's it's only, only a couple weeks in, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I was really impressed with that. The crowd, um, I guess we'll just kind of start kind of from the beginning here. I mean, the crowd filtered in. It was about three-fourths full when they started taping Dark Elevation. Um, we got to see some pretty cool matchups. We saw uh, Brittany Blake, a local girl who uh, has been wrestling, really, uh, out west. And I want to say she's been wrestling in, like, uh, Alabama and Georgia, too. I'm not really sure. I'd have to double-check her Facebook. But I know that she's been staying quite busy. Um, but she took on – who was her opponent? Who did Brittany take on? Was it Leva? No, not Leva. Um, Layla? It was the short lady. Yeah, Layla Hirsch. That was cool. We got to uh, see Justin Roberts. And, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure exactly what comment it was you made, Rob, but I'm pretty sure that when you shouted at him, he heard you. Because for a half second, he looks up, and uh, he's just kind of like, what? <laughs> and I thought that was really cool. Um, but it was just, it was cool to see the really it was cool to feel the energy level of the of the town and the city really did us proud because I mean they really showed up mm -hmm. the crowd was not dead at all except maybe Lance Archer's match well, Lance Archer's match was just it, it went too long yeah yeah I mean it, it it did put together that Lance Archer is a monster I understand that but after you know five ten minutes of beating the holy hell out of Kazarian um, it didn't prove anything. Like, it didn't... Like, okay, great. You're, you're beating a guy that... I don't think Kazarian's been on TV in three or four months. Since the... Well, three months, we'll say. Since the Elite Hunter thing didn't really work. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get the feeling from, you know, what he was doing that it was any kind of logic behind it outside of, let's stretch this, let's fill some time. Because, you know, you had to kill 15 minutes... To get, to get to the next next part. But anyway, that was really the only part of the night that seemed like the crowd just wasn't 100% into it. And, and that might have been by design to try to let the crowd go down a little bit to build them back up for later. Um, let's see. Well, who else we, did we see that were local, though? Um, Logan. Yeah, Logan Easton LaRue. Logan was there. <laughs> Champion of the 1%. Um, I don't remember who his partner was. It wasn't Bro Keller. Bro Keller wrestled in the next match, but... Um, he, he kind of, they, they got beat up pretty bad by the men of the year. Um, and one of them took a, a nasty shoulder tackle to the outside and just got handled by that. Uh, Ethan Page just levels him. Uh, let's see, what else, what else, what else? Gosh. Um, Bro Keller wrestled in a tag team match with his, his partner, did you call him the genie, Rob? What was he looked like a genie. <laughs> he was like dressed in Jinder Mahal's knockoff gear. But they they took on uh, Santana and Ortiz, and, and one of them was not ready for something because he got a nasty, nasty little receipt at the end of the match for just not not being prepared. Um, you know, hopefully he's okay, but that was pretty brutal. Um, let's see merch stand they had Adam Cole 
CM Punk, basic AEW shirts and, and hoodies and stuff. Al Alistair or Malachi Black. Sorry. So many different names now. And then um, Stan was crying because they had autograph AEW figures. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And actually, honestly, the prices of the autograph figures weren't bad because what they sell for online, uh, secondary market-wise, is like $300, $400. <coughs> Jungle Boy, MJF, Dustin Rhodes, Sheeta. Riho. Riho. Um, Scorpio Penta. Sky. Penta. Phoenix. And Ray Phoenix. All autographed. All being sold for uh, about $100 a piece. And that was... I still say that was that was a great deal. So whoever came away with figures on that one got a great great price on it. Um, they were also doing the uh, um, like a, a backpack or a knapsack. If you bought, was it free with like a hundred bucks? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, yeah, but the figures they put a case on. Too. Yeah, they put a figure defender on each on each figure, which was great because I mean that's. Just, you got an autograph like that, they're using paint pens, so put them in that defender, it keeps that stuff pristine. Uh, that's kind of it as far as merch. I didn't really see anything else that stood out. Yeah. The, the arena itself was actually nice. Um, I was really impressed with just how the layout was. Um, very clean. Very much to the point. There's not a lot of uh, fluff or filler to it. It's you walk in, you've got a couple of main entry and exits, and you're able to you know, find your way through, go check out whatever's happening. And the ring was laid out really nice. We sat in a section that was elevated, but we had a honestly, it was a really great view of of everything that took place, and, and it wasn't to the point where it was like too far away or anything. I thought the seats were amazing. Yeah. Um, like, we joked that they were steep, but it was a steep venue. But, I mean, you had a great shot of everything. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of uh, uh, concrete in the way it was laid out. It reminded, um, Brian, I think you mentioned it was like the Richmond Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, because it goes more straight up. Yeah, yeah. The steps were steep, but they were good seats. I mean, really, really good. Um the lighting of it was cool. The sound was good. Didn't have as much pyro as they normally do. Oh, it's too small an arena, probably. You think so? Oh, most of Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's try to think of just all around viewpoints. If you're there and you, and you were uh, in attendance, you know, and if you're checking out the show, you know, feel free to send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. This was uh, something we talked about going live. <laughs> <clears throat> we talked about going live on Monday. Um, we like doing these every now and then on our road trips. Yeah. Um, We're just trying to navigate outside our nation's capital right now, so. This is a lot cleaner of an exit than leaving um, Verizon Center or MCI or whatever the hell it's called now. Capital One Arena checking out on Twitter here just to see what everybody is saying to see if there's any any interesting thoughts coming from fans um, oh yeah the way the um, the way the night started um, 
with Dynamite, the way Dynamite started was with Mox coming out, which was a really powerful and an emotional promo. You could tell that that Mox was um, shooting from the hip, very emotional, very excited, but also probably a little nervous. And this this guy at the very beginning shouts at him something to the effect of uh, "Let's go get a drink" or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what he said. Um, Mox, Mox says, hey, go F yourself, and then tells security to, to take him away to uh, the crowd. The crowd was very much behind that. That was um, that was really cool. Um, well, cool to see the guy get kicked out. Uh, but the, it's always good to see somebody get kicked out that I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a damn shame anytime somebody wants to try to make themselves known <laughs> or whatever, but I always like seeing them get handled like that, you know. I mean, I thought that the event, the venue was nice. It was very inviting. It was bright, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, I thought that, you know, I don't know. I thought Justin Roberts was going to do a little bit more to get the crowd interacted, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was way laid back. Like, really laid back. You know, I kind of thought, like, when the commercial breaks, he'd be like, all right, guys, we're coming back. And he's like, hey, we're going <laughs> to yeah. be live in 29.3 seconds. I know with uh, Dark and Dark Elevation, you know, when they announce the people in the ring, they put a nameplate on there, and that's great. <laughs> when you're watching live, it's like, hey, uh, here's this girl, and uh, she's taking on Layla Hirsch! <laughs> you know, it was it was crazy. Uh, they did the same thing to uh, Logan LaRue and his partner. Um, it's just very much under his breath as Logan LaRue. And here's who they're taking on. Like, it was... It was pretty cool, um, but it was funny how laid back he was. He just didn't seem, I don't want to say he didn't seem engaged. That's, that's, that's probably a little unfair, but he just didn't seem like he was really into it. Um, Interaction-wise, I felt like um, they they pace these shows really well, and on TV, it, it plays really well. But, you know, the commercial breaks, though, were the... I guess if there's a down point, like a, a real down point, that would be it. But even that was kind of nice because the energy level of an AEW show <clears throat> live is pretty ridiculous. Like, you can feel the, the buzz of the audience pretty much the entire time. Um, and you're kind of in it. Like, you're, you're waiting to see what happens next. It's literally just, okay, what happens now? Okay, great, what happens next? What's now? But... The commercials kind of give you a second to kind of come down from that to kind of breathe. Um, and we saw the great rock, paper, scissors, shoot contest between Justin Roberts and the referee. Which I honestly didn't <coughs> know that Paul Turner was that good at rock, paper, scissors. So, congratulations. That's the new... They need a new belt. Don't tell them. <laughs> 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 the rock, paper, scissors title. Uh, looks like uh, Sting and Darby were uh, stuck in traffic. Darby Allen tweeting out just about 20 minutes ago. Damn, they got the hell out of Dodge. He tweeted this at 1030. <laughs> they were already in the car getting out. Good for them. Well, they also probably have, like, escorts and stuff. Well, I would hope that they have at least somebody to get them out of the arena area, like police that kind of blocks off a street or something to let them get out. Yeah. 
How does that work? Like, would they do that? Mm-hmm. Escorts. Oh, boy. Um, hmm. So the promo started off the night with, with Mox um, for and Dynamite. It was cool. Yeah. And then Brian saw the cool thing later of through the curtain at our angle. Huh? I didn't see it. Y'all told me about it. You talk about the pictures? Yeah. Yeah, Mox Mox was standing at like a side curtain place where we saw him and he was doing a bunch of whole different poses. So I'm thinking because I, honestly Mox looked great. He looks like it was in, in epic shape. Um so for whatever he did while he was away, you know, getting healthy, great for him because he looked great. Um but he did all the different poster poses that they do for like the matchups. And then later on we saw who was uh, Jade? Jade Cargill was posing. Didn't see her tonight on the show. She didn't come out for Dark Elevation either, but she was there posing and taking pictures. I'm sure other people were. I just happened to notice when it was Mox. We saw um, the mixed tag with uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander against um, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, which I was just telling Brian before we went on the air. I don't know that I've seen a better mixed tag match than that. That was really, really good and really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was. It was action-packed. I mean, it started off with the goofy, oh, we'll keep tagging each other in and out so then you can't... Yeah. I like that. I, I like that they didn't just jump right in, that they, they kind of teased it and teased it and then finally, when the action got going, it was different. It wasn't... The one thing I noticed about AEW's matches is there is not a, okay... Your match is always going to be tie-up, kick to the stomach, punch to the face, and then do a suplex. It's, no, we're just going to go out there, we're going to feel the crowd out, <coughs> and, we're, and you're okay. We're going to work to whatever advantage we got. You know, if it's a, if it's a, we're going to get in a fight, or if we're going to have the girls do it, or whatever, like, I could tell that they were just having fun with it. Um, on a side note, Adam Cole, as much of a huge fan as a, of yours as I am, you've really got to do the tanner before the show. Not after your matchup. Because you understand are, how somebody who lives in Florida is so white. That guy is almost as pale as Seamus. I mean, I live in Virginia. That's why I'm pale. And I'm fat. I don't go outside. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just just a side note. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. I'm you, man. Yeah. I'm liking, I'm liking the boom. <clears throat> yes. Uh, speaking of the boom, the entire arena blew up for Adam Cole's music. Still one of the best themes in wrestling today right now. I don't know if there's a better one. Unless, of course, you count Cult of Personality, because we got to see CM Punk. Now, not that you would have noticed it, because if you blinked, after he got to the ring, you missed the matchup. Because literally it was Cult of Personality, everybody freaks out, myself included. CM Punk hits the ring, go to sleep, that's it. We're done. Sean Spears, you know, the uh, the chairman of the Pinnacle and the accountability 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 buddy. There we go. Accountability buddy. Oh. <laughs> For Wardlow. Um, it just, yeah, down he went. The, the, probably the bigger part of this wasn't necessarily the matchup, although it was always cool to see CM Punk and this was no exception. Um, but the promo between <clears throat> MJF and Wardlow was really good. And you can see that they're 
I wonder if I've said this before, but I feel like <coughs> probably did with Wardlow oh, they're doing the Batista and Triple H kind of storyline, where although this one's a lot more subtle, sort of because MJF takes direct hits at him. Like that, you know, if you had a little bit more seasoning, you probably could have escaped that small package, but that's okay. But, uh, you know, you did put your hands on me, so I'm going to have to dock your pay. I liked that because it wasn't just the obvious, uh, you know, like slap in the face. You do what I say or whatever. It was, I say subtle, even though MJF is never subtle. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, the wheels turning in Wardlow's head. Like, you just see him getting ready, and, and they're teasing the uh, Face of the Revolution ladder match. Which, I mean, that's good. If Wardlow's in it, the question to me is, okay, who do you put in it to to tease as, oh, this could be the guy? Because it's got to be Wardlow that wins it, in my opinion, because it's got to be Wardlow that refuses to give the TNT title to MJF. Because that seems to be where this is headed. That's my guess. Where, (coughs) let's see, face face of the TNT revolution... Um, Face of the Revolution is going to be it. February's pay-per-view, which may be called Revolution, I think. So, we we'll got Beach... we watch it somewhere else, though. Yeah, we're not allowed to go to Brian's house for no. We're on pay-per-view jurisdiction. That's 30 days, he said? Is it 30 business days? 90 days, no. Damn it! Damn it! Now, see, that's not fair. That's not fair. Just because we in D.C. don't mean we got to get some political bullshit. Well, why has it got to be 90 days, man? That ain't cool. Nah, nah. I'm calling HR. That's it. I'm doing it. I'm calling HR. I'm calling Jared. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> HR said 120. Well, how do you know? I haven't even dialed the phone yet. It's bullshit. I say we cut it in the middle and say... Boy, God, that guy's going fast. But, but um, I'll yeah, release yes. it if you fucking give me those three cards real quick. Uh, okay. Talk amongst yourselves while I figure this out. Because <laughs> I got to look I at it. I don't know where the bio is. All right, give me a second. I got to find AEW on TNT. What is it? Uh, what's that? It says AEW on TNT yeah. for Instagram. All right, want some free cards? Sign up between now and 11.59 p.m. So we got 59 minutes. Okay. Uh, link in the bio. Got it. Now where's the bio? I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> if you're listening right now, you're you're participating in an exciting moment while we try to figure out just where the fuck we're going. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, here we go. AEW Upper Deck Sweepstakes. Here we go, Brian. I'm working on it, buddy. No, yeah, but I'll do it from there. There you go. Got it? All you, buddy. Yeah, but that's the <laughs> grand prize. I want the grand prize. I'm dreaming. Okay. Did you tag me in it? No? Okay, I'll find it. All right. Well, y'all need to hook me up. Right? Well, I'll get your yeah, phone next. Yeah, I've already entered that one. Ooh, look at this. <laughs> the Unmatched Collection, the Dark Order Collection, is available for pre-order through Ringside Collectibles. Good job, Brian. You got me in trouble. <laughs> More figures to buy. <laughs> I'm definitely going to order Brody Lee on that, by the way. That's happening. It's very real. Uh, let's see here. 
CW on TV. There we go. I found it. Yay. Is Brody King, is Brody Lee going to be in the stores? Or is he just... So... Or is he like going to be like pre-order, special order type thing? The way I understand it is they're going to put <clears throat> a chase together, a Walmart exclusive, and a regular release. But I'm not positive of that because last time they did something like that was Sting and there's only two of them out there now. There's the Chase and the regular Sting Luminaries edition from Unmatched. Cody, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there's two different LJN style Cody's out there. There's a Walmart exclusive print. The figure is the same. It's the carding that's different. And then there's a regular one that's all over the place, like Target and everywhere. Which one do I have? I guess I got the Target one. Did you get the LJN style one? Mm -hmm. Then you probably got the Target one. Oh, it's just because you don't want it to be worth nothing. That's what it is. I want me to have it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's as valuable. <laughs> you have it. Uh, okay. So the mixed tag. Um, great matchup between the four. Adam Cole at the end makes the challenge for Orange Cassidy in a anything goes lights out, no holds barred, no disqualification. Hey, I'm, I'm just you know, spitballing here, but if it's a lights out match, it's anything goes street fight anyway. And if it's an anything goes match, it's already no disqualification. And if it's already no disqualification, it's already no holds barred. So, for the record, one sentence could have done there instead of 12. Christ. That's a lot of steps. He's like, and then we're going to do this, and then I'm going to put you out of your misery after I do another stipulation. God. It's crazy. Punjabi um, prison match. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, just say it's going to be an electrified cage match next. Let's put him in an electric chair. Um, Dynamite in the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, table spot with uh, Britt Baker. Baker. Her head went flop. Yeah, so that was that was kind of troubling to see. Like, I felt I felt bad because, you know, she falls and just hits her head, and it just whiplashes. So I'm, I'm curious, like, how her neck is and how her head is. Because, I mean, they didn't, like, throw up the uh, X or anything. It wasn't like they had to stretch her out, but... Well, she laid there for a little while. Yeah, that was that was a shot. That was that was brutal. Her husband, her, I mean, her man had to hold her a little bit. Yeah, which, you know, hey, maybe uh, maybe next time he's uh, on my arm. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, there's some there's some there's some merit there. I won't I won't tell anybody you said that. It's okay. Merit ain't dead. back in a wrestling venue. Like, I just say that. Like, I didn't get to go, I didn't go to the first Dynamite you all went to. Yeah. But it's like, it's the first time the guys have done a wrestling event in a while. And it was just fun. We so, had our fun, our good natured, you know, joking and everything. And it was like old times. Then we had the guy in front of us to kind of ruin it. Yeah, there, there's, you know, you have these moments where you got fans that are you know, doing what we do, and I think we just be goofy and have fun, and 
you know, we talk amongst ourselves, but our interactions with others is usually pretty pretty minimal. But this guy was just like interjecting every time I said something to Rob, and it was really freaking annoying. <laughs> and ultimately, Rob finally is like hits me in the arm. He's like, "Would you stop talking to that guy?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Because uh, you know, I should have I should have known he was just making a conversation. All right, so there's one. Rob will get yours from me here in a second. I'll get that done. So you want me to pull up the link again? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to see. Okay. Oh, you're trying to see if it'll let you enter again? Yeah. Ah. But look. this is Brings it up. Though, so. Bring it up. All right, I'm not, I'm not touching you, but I'm touching you. Hey, give me free cards. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> $20. Winter yeah. <laughs> weather advisory. Avoid travel on Thursday. Yeah, supposedly um, we're supposed to get snow, but it's going to be in the 40s, so I don't know how that works. Where the hell is your Instagram in here? <coughs> oh, here it is. Found it. It's that lapse at Instagram. But people are really happy they are listening to our show now. <laughs> They're like, oh my god. Hey, this is what you get. This is the real shit, okay? It's not just the, the polish and the spit and the shine. It's This is the real shit. You get to hear us. This is 95, baby. Right, right. I think the last time we did a post show like this was when... was Did we leave... Uh, when we left uh, Nova Pro. That show at the, the after, after party. All right, I'm just waiting on it to load up here for you. Oh, yeah, we got to see Private Party and Matt Hardy. Um, speaking of that, the HFO is now the AHFO. Am I the only one that doesn't give a damn about that? I don't think anybody cares. That, that whole story, I don't get it. I think it's a way of working Matt out of being on TV over time. Yeah. I think it's a way of like, because I kind of think he is more involved. He wants to be more involved like behind the scenes, I guess. Right. And now that Jeff is free agent, they could do their little expedition or whatever like they used to. Right. And it's just, I guess, a way to kind of parlay Andrade into being the mouthpiece of the A-F-A-L-C-U-B-L-O, whatever. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a... ACO, no, that's not it. I don't know. <laughs> ALO, the AARP, no. They're retired? Uh, but that that was a segment that aired during the show. Um, but they also wrestled on Dark Elevation and beat two local guys, or two guys we didn't recognize. One of them kind of looked like Lee Johnson, but I, I'll be honest, I'm not positive of that. So if I get it wrong, it's whatever. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh. So, a highlight of the thing with uh, Lance Archer. The match may have been too long, but the aftermath was cool. Because we got a chance to see a, a Hangman Adam Page, the world champ, come out. And it wasn't the obvious Archer gets the, uh, gets the upper hand and puts him on his back. It was a back and forth. It was a brawl. And... It honestly, if you if you kind of study and, and, and look at how how the lead up is to a match, 
if you were predicting right now, you might think that there's a chance Lance Archer beats Adam Page. Right. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think Lance Archer's going to do that or be that guy. But at least it gives us a, a, a possibility, a chance of going, oh, wow, something different could happen, which I like that. I like that AEW leaves us guessing. Like, they don't just do the cookie-cutter formula. And you could really sense that the crowd, 3,500 to 4,000, somewhere in that, was definitely into it. No, oh, by the way, um, thank you to WrestleTix for staying in, in contact with us. Uh, but it looked like less than 100 seats were empty. I mean, come on now. Adam Page ran out and threw his boot at him. Yeah. <coughs> for a second, for a second, I thought that maybe Adam Page uh, lost his boot. Uh, the Virginia boy came out, defended his home turf. Close enough. I mean, you know, hey, and so, so did... Uh, so did uh, 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 Serena Deep, technically. Yep. She's actually from the area. Yep. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Sting and uh, Darby Allen, their matchup, um, let's just put it this way, uh, Sting still got it. I mean, I will say that, like, at first, you see that they take out... I'm not a big fan of the acclaimed. I don't like them. I just think very good. Um, but they take out Darby, and then you're like, okay, here we go. They're going to beat up Sting for 20 minutes, you know. Right. And Sting held his own for a little while. And then, of course, they got the upper hand, and then you knew Darby was going to come back. You hoped he was, anyway. Yeah, that, that shot with the chair was nasty. Yeah. They wrap the chair around his head and neck, and this is before the bell rings. So then they they get him to the outside, wrap his hair, head in the in the chair, and then Irish whip him to where he smashes into the corner, and down he goes. And it honestly looked like maybe Darby was was really hurt. They never throw the X up. Nope, he did throw the X up, didn't he? No, he just said, "Come here, come here." But Bryce Rensburg did a hell of a job selling it. Screaming help, help! I mean, he's he's throwing the arms up, trying to get everybody to him. Reminds me of Mark Curtis. Yeah, that reminded me of Mark Curtis. Man, the whole. but Man, there's there's a name. But uh, Sting the Great does a dive off of the stage onto Anthony Bowens. I think that's his name, Anthony Bowens, from the stage through a table, which. Actually looked pretty good. I was really surprised by that. Um, and Darby comes back out, you know, sends the crowd home happy, does the coffin drop, and we got a chance to really see the after effect, you know, the after show, after party, I guess, where uh, Tony Khan comes out, Tony Schiavone comes out, and local hero, Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt! The, uh... Love Guru? Is that what he was in TNA at one point? <laughs> the player from the Himalayas. There we go. Jeez. I just screwed that all up. Sorry, Sanjay. <laughs> but that was cool to see him get a chance. Tony Khan kind of does a positive promo talking about how much he admires Sanjay. It seemed like he was really searching for the right words to say it. At a couple points, Sanjay's kind of looking at him like, what? What's well, going on, man? 
right? <laughs> it seemed like he was going to kind of lean in and go, hey, go ahead and wrap that up. But he, he, he closed it out well. But it was really cool to see that. Um, all around, I mean, a really great time. We got to hear, we got to hear Tony Schiavone. It's game! Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, uh, Tony Khan brought him out and said, say it, Tony. People, people in the arena couldn't hear you. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so they said that, and then they went on this whole, like, how great Sting is, and that it's first, Sting's one of the first times he's been back since 97 in D.C., and so, a lot of talk lately about 1997 Starcade, about how Sting was, the decision was made apparently before the match even happens that, and this is from Bischoff's, Bischoff's uh, own podcast, where he says Sting didn't really look the part like he was ready to go, he didn't have a proper tan, so he and Hogan got together and were going to make the call to go forward with the screw job finish. Which, honestly, I would say that 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 surprises me, but it really doesn't. It's just really sad that they would do something like that, especially to a guy like Sting, who literally had taken a whole bunch of crap throughout that whole buildup just to be finally able to come out on top. And then they, uh, he doesn't really have a great enough tan. We're not really sure about this guy. I don't know. Yeah, that's that. But, I mean, it was a good show. It was a good time. Um, yep. Picked up a CM Punk t-shirt. Yep. Um, it was it was down between that and Adam Cole shirt. Um, I just couldn't pull myself to buy the AEW Live gray shirt or the AEW roster shirt. Um, but, and I got a hat, AEW hat. So, uh, yeah, the hat looks sharp. Spent some money at the merch table. And so, I mean, it was a fun time. Um, already looking forward to the next time. Definitely. Um, and I will say, as a wrestling fan, or as a fan of live events, if you get a chance to see an event at the DC Event and Sports Arena, they really need to work on the name. Um, it's a decent venue. It's a decent place. There wasn't a bad seat in the house. I mean, yeah. So, kudos to Brian for scoring the tickets and doing the legwork to get the tickets. Yep. <coughs> and so, had a great time. Um, still suffer the effects of having bronchitis a few weeks ago. That's why I'm coughing. So, but traffic's not bad. Wrestling was good. Hey, and Friday night, we get to see Hook beat the shit out of Serpentico. We'll be watching on TV, but... Mox versus... Who is Stan's favorite, Ethan Page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, Ethan, you're going to get your ass kicked. I was going to say, I get the feeling that that's going to be kind of one-sided. That might be faster than Punk versus Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, the back and forth they've got, the baiting and the, the bait and switch they have with uh, Punk and... MJF going on. Well, it just makes the, it makes that eventual matchup, which they'll probably they'll wait till pay per view for that. I think we had, we had talked about it a number of times where you know it might happen at Beach Break, might happen on Dynamite, but no, they're 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 definitely headed to to pay per view for that one. 
and it's going to make that matchup all the more worthwhile. And if, in fact, MJF is the guy that beats Punk first, I mean, that's a big, big moment for him. If Punk beats MJF, I don't think, you know, MJF loses anything there, but I, I honestly feel like as big of a CM Punk fan as I am, I feel like MJF would be the right call on that. I mean, you got to give MJF and the creator people that like the creative credit of what they're doing with MJF. Yeah. I mean, the man wrestles hardly. You know. Yeah. Like he's been, he's more promo, but he's on the show almost every week doing something. You know, so he's staying relevant and he's using the mind games of the old, you know, yeah. the old heel that we've that we've grown used to over the past. So. Well, there you have it, <clears throat> corner to corner, uh, live on the way back from uh, DC and AEW Dynamite. Good time had by all. Yes. Uh, hey, what was your favorite moment of the entire night? As awesome as it was to see Punk wrestle, I honestly, I my favorite part was Mox's uh, promo at the beginning. That was just. That it's it's got to be a tie between that and Cody's promo, but I'll, I'll say box. Just to not. Oh, have we a tie. forgot that we also saw Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa. Yes. <laughs> How cool is that? And plus, the fact that the crowd—that was the first time the crowd got on their feet—was when Thunder Rosa's music hit, mm-hmm. thus solidifying, as if you didn't know, <laughs> the Thunder Rosa pop, which was pretty cool. And I didn't even know it was a tag match. You didn't even hear Th- Ruby Soho's music because yeah. everybody was so loud for Thunder Rosa. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea that, that Ruby was coming out, and I think Brian said something, or I don't know, somebody said something, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, holy shit! <laughs> there's, there's Ruby!" Right. <clears throat> that was Ruby. that was really cool. What was your favorite? I mean, I will say that I liked the way that Mox started it. I liked the Cody promo out of the two, emotionally. <laughs> I go with Mox. Yeah. Business-wise, I go with Cody. Because Cody, it was an awesome promo. Yeah. Um, still leading into that why. You know why I don't want to be a heel? Because I don't need to be. Yeah. Basically. Um, moment of the night. It was the first time I've ever seen CM Punk. Um, granted, you know. <laughs> but it was very brief. But... Uh, I would say nostalgia for me, the moment of the night was watching Sting. Like, as a person who was there at Starcade watching Sting. Yeah. You know, and as a kid growing up, to actually, like, at this point, to see him in the ring, main event, to be able to see it, it was, it was, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, what was your favorite part? has heard the words in between the words and what you meant. <laughs> yeah, it's what you say, but your eyes say something. <laughs> <laughs> your words say something, but the tone says something else. 
Hey, thanks again for checking us out and helping us move up the rankings in the charts. We appreciate all of you so much. The downloads for our shows have been tremendous, and we just want to say thank you to everybody. Hey, you can catch us on Twitter at C2C Radio Show, on Facebook at Corner to Corner Wrestling. Rob's at Rob Hefner C2C on the Twitter bot. And I actually tweeted tonight, folks. That's right. First time in the album. <laughs> I actually tweeted. Gotta right. get on there and check it out. Brian's at Vlad Dragul C2C. That's V L A D. It's two D's, right? V L D. V L A D D R A G O O L C2C. I try to spell it every now and again just to make sure that people are picking up on it. It's V L D Dragul. And I'm at Stan Grub everywhere. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hey, uh, we'll see you Monday. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.